Previously with Darren Maul. Good, bad, and ugly with Terence Pillay. Good morning, Terence. Good morning, Darren. All right, uh, a unsavory topic this morning, but it has to be spoken about. It's, it's day two of yes. sixteen days of activism against abuse against women and children. Today we're talking about children. Hundred percent. You know the fact is, corporal punishment is illegal it in is, South yeah. Africa. You can't hit kids. Yet it continues to happen, and the subject has polarized everyone. Parents, on the one hand, there's a whole spare the rod and spoil the child opinion, yeah, and then. On the other hand, there are people who absolutely will not spank. But either way, when corporal punishment uh, evolves into abuse, what do you do? Do you record it or or do you film it secretly on your cell phone and then upload it on social media lately? Because Facebook and Twitter are all abuzz recently Mm. with streams of secretly taped videos of children being hit. And what's what's gripping is that... um, It's so hard as other people to intervene. I mean, you know what it's like. The moment you step in with a parent and their child and you say, excuse me, and they'll go, what are you trying to tell me how to raise my child? And they get, it's a a, a ugly situation to get involved in. But a lot of times, I mean, there's two two things, right? One, it happens like if your child's being smacked in a supermarket. Mm. Um, The other, uh, the other, those videos that appear, the child is being hit in in the home with the yeah. mother or a family member yeah. secretly taping it on on a cell phone, yeah. but that person then becomes complicit as well because one hundred percent you're witnessing the abuse. You should do something. But I spoke to an expert, Mark Hardwick from the Guardian, mm. about this issue, and um, here's what he has to say. Mark, there seems to be an upsurge in physical abuse. All these videos that are being posted where parents or nannies are secretly taped hitting children. And then there was this case in Chatsworth recently with a grandmother that allegedly beats the grandchild to death. What's your take on this? Um, I think there's two very, very strong schools of thought when it comes to corporal punishment. You know, I went to school at a time where corporal punishment was legal and, you know, certainly the boys that were, for example, caned for coming late were always the same boys that were caned for coming late. Mm -hmm. So corporal punishment, in my opinion, doesn't change behavior. If you are someone who subscribes to corporal punishment as a form of parenting, I think the line in the sand needs to be that it is dealt with from a place of love. You know, it can't be a situation where you're angry with the child, you're frustrated with the child. If you do have essentially those negative feelings to the situation, my suggestion would be to distance yourself from the child, distance yourself um, from the, the situation until you've got a chance to kind of gain control and then deal with it. Because one must bear in mind that we're teaching consequence through corporal punishment, but for our corporal punishment that we're meeting out, there is also consequence. I've even seen people say, you know, spanking a child to teach the child to stop hitting. Mm. You know, I think we really need to think more creatively around how we do that. So, Mark, corporal punishment is illegal, but how does one monitor that at homes? The policing of it is exceptionally difficult. And unfortunately, it it generally only comes to the fore when the child has been hurt. Um, I think that as a community, things that we can be on the lookout for is noticing that maybe parents in the family are stressed, um, knowing that at, at you know, certain times, certain times time of the year, financial pressures do become a challenge on people. But be aware of people that you know have children. Be aware of what's going on in their lives. Listen, because when you hear that they are stressed, essentially what happens is the children in that home are at a higher risk. But Mark, what is the line between abuse and punishment? 
Well, essentially, corporal punishment is, is, is illegal. With that said, there is a provision that the parent has the right to chastisement. That Without beating that child within an inch of his life, though. Absolutely. I, th- I think that if a case was placed before a prosecutor and that prosecutor was called to make a decision in terms of whether it was discipline versus whether it was um, physical abuse, I think the line in the sand would probably be along the lines of whether there was a mark on the child or not. I don't believe it's acceptable to leave any form of bruising, whip marks, burn marks, um, any, any kind of injury to the child. Yeah, a lot of people having difficulty with the fact that you, whether you like it or not, corporal punishment is illegal. Mm. What do you do? What, uh, what have you done when you have witnessed um, uh, a child being um, hit? Hit? When a child, uh, you know, I'm not trying to say like that that horrific uh, uh, video of that Ugandan woman, but I'm saying, you know, when you when you see uh, uh, children being punished physically, uh, when you see that, That when that line is the line has been crossed, what do you do? So Mark Hardwick of the Guardian says that people don't intervene enough when they see this kind of abuse happen. Mm. It's that whole school of thought: if it doesn't affect us, we're not interested. Here's here's what he says. What for me was pretty interesting was that whoever's recording this on a hidden camera on their cell phones or whatever the case may be, I mean, surely they are complicit as well, watching this child being beaten in this manner and recording it. I mean, should they not be reporting something like this? Well, absolutely. I mean, the, the law calls, if you are aware of child abuse, physical or sexual, the law calls for you to, to, to report it. And failing to report it is, is, is a prosecutable offence in itself. So, yeah, people are expected to make those reports to the police. It takes a village to raise a child. And I think we're moving further and further away from that. If you hear your next-door neighbor's child crying incessantly, go knock on the door. Hey, is everything okay? Can I help? Um, You know, you may save a life that day. And do you think placing these videos on social media, that does that further perpetuate the kind of embarrassment and shame and you know what the child's going through or does that bring Uh, awareness um i think it does bring awareness my concern is the fact that someone can stand there with a camera and watch a child getting hurt i would be far more open to watching a video where i see someone possibly going to hurt the child and i see someone step in and stop it Mm. um because seeing that video you know, a lay person's going to be going, well, that's what I could do. These are the tools that I could use to prevent it happening if it happens in front of me. So when a mom is, for example, smacking her child uncontrollably in the aisle in the shopping center, mm. um, I, could, I could step in there, yeah. you know. Maybe that would empower people more to see how other members of public step in. Yeah, and then do you think as, as the public we should step in? Absolutely, without a question of a doubt. Absolutely, absolutely. To the point that I think we should really be calling people to be better parents. Right down to, we see someone smoking in the car with a child that's under 12 in the car, say something. Someone has a child hasn't got their seatbelt on, say something. I mean, let's consider smacking a child in an aisle in a shopping center. What for me is very interesting is, for most parents, if a child throws a tantrum in the shopping center, they're going to be less about bringing that child to task very simply because they're in public. Mm. Now, if they're going to smack the child in the shopping center, what are they doing behind closed doors at home? 
Exactly. That's my yeah. favorite argument. Um, you know, um, what I would do, what I did. And you only have to do it once or twice with the child is uh, when they have a, a tantrum in a shopping center is line your back and have the same. You know, you might look, no, you might look silly to the people around you, but you only have to do it once or twice. Or you just yeah. stop, wait, and communicate to that child. And I promise you, it, it, it curbs that. Uh, there, there is, there's never an excuse. Uh, well, you know, if you've witnessed a child or you know of a child being abused, if you suspect yeah. of a, a child being abused, you can contact Mark. His details are going to be on the blog. Mm -hmm. But I think um, he's quite right. You know, uh, people should be mobilized to do something and say something yeah. and not just say, well, if it doesn't affect me, um, it's, it's okay. I, I don't need to do anything. Do you know what? A while ago, you did mention a name and shame page. Yes. Perhaps that is a, 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 an avenue to go down. Well, yeah, maybe. But uh, as you said, a simple thing of uh, you hear noises next door, just knock on the door and they open the door and say, I'll just come to borrow some sugar. You're just just your presence there, just your intervening and just to, you know, you could save a life. And nine out of 10 cases, there may not be anything amiss. Yeah. But that one time yeah. you you could save something from happening. All right. Thanks, Terence. Um, yeah. Day two, 16 days of activism against violence against women and children. Um, all the details on the blog page. If you'd like to comment, if you'd like to give us a story, if you'd like to uh, um, get involved somehow, all the details and uh, Mark's details as well on the blog page. Go to ecr.co.za. Darren. Darren Moore. Every morning. He's